Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you haven't heard about Anchor and its easiest way to make a podcast, let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You make money right from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Welcome, everybody. It's your boy, Young Liddy, and the No Judgment Podcast. I got my first female uh, guest to the show. This girl is an entrepreneur. She is a world traveler. She does it all. I mean, she's just amazing. I mean, she stays fit. She makes it look good. Whatever she does, give it up for my girl, Lil E. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Thank you for that amazing introduction. I appreciate it. Yes, yes. No, it's it, it's a pleasure to, to have you on my show. Um, I mean, wow. Thank you for having me. Thank yes. you for having me. I, I'm excited to be here. You know, I've actually, this is my second podcast that, that I've been um you know, invited to, to share my story. And so um, I'm very happy that, uh, that I'm here to share it again with you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, looking at your Instagram, you are uh, quite a traveler, right? You, you, you travel, <laughs> you travel, if not every week, <laughs> or you're just posting, you're keeping those yeah. in, your, in your catalog and then you post, you know, once a week, but you look like you are, I mean, you're just well. I'm, I'm pretty jealous, honestly, because oh like, man. man, oh my gosh, I barely... no. Um, I do, I do travel. You know, it is lately. Well, I've gone to Puerto Rico already twice this year, Vegas three times this year already, and it's since the beginning of March. Um, but I do, yeah, I do travel quite a bit. I actually made it my mission this year to go to as many places as I possibly can. Um. Due to the fact that I am self-employed, you know, I am, I do have my own business. Um, and so that allows me to be, I can be flexible with my schedule. I can move things around. I can move appointments around to make it possible. So. That's good. I mean, yeah. Um, the, the, the traveling part for me, I, I mean, I love visiting places, but God, I, I hate flying. you know that's that's the fun part for me i love flying i love i i I joke around with my with my clients um because um some some of them tell me you know how could could you do it i i can't fly i get i i you know i get anxiety and i tell them that the turbulence rocks me to sleep (laughs) there's there's something wrong with you girl there's I, you know, and it does, and it's true. It does. I love, I love when it's a little bit of turbulence because it does. It, it, it puts me to sleep. <laughs> Bro, let me tell you, I was leaving. I was leaving Houston, Texas during that giant storm with my son. We were coming back to California, and 
I mean, I never flew through a storm like that before. And, and I was just, I was like already clenching the, the, um, you know, the little handles on the seat and the uh -huh. armrest. And, and yeah. then like, we hit some major turbulence, like the, the whole plane went side to side, like, like Yeah, oh. everybody's heads are just it, bobbing everywhere. It wasn't <laughs> just one little shake, it was constant shaking. And then my mm -hmm. son could tell I was scared out of my mind. And he's like, little devil, he's all laughing while shaking. He's like, are you okay, dad? <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, for some people, I get it. You know, I get it. It's the, the phobia, you know, that gets to them. And to some of us, you know, like myself, it's it's actually, you know, it's we, we tr I guess we trust planes a lot. We trust that they're going to land us safe. Maybe it's maybe it's a trust issue. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. trust nobody. Exactly. I don't trust nobody. <laughs> <or nothing. laughs> you know, maybe that's me. I am a little. I'm a little too trusting. Maybe sometimes. Yeah, you gotta be careful. <laughs> you travel. You can't be too trusting. Yeah. True, true, <laughs> um, true. On another note, you um, tell us a little bit more about your business. What is it that mm. you do? You know what I what I do is. I have my my business is called Lashes by Erica. It's located downtown Modesto. It's been there. I've been open there for the past three years now, going on four. And what I do is I like to provide opportunities for young aspiring estheticians to become self-employed. So um, I rent out suites in in my in my shop to to new estheticians who want to you know rent out a suite for me, um, so they can. So they can open up their own little business and make their own schedule and work for themselves. Um, uh, just recently, you know, I was working for myself for a few years, and right now I, I went ahead and jumped from from being self-employed to business owner because now I have employees. I have employees nice. now, and they work for me. And these employees, I, I am. Um, I motivate them and I hope to inspire them to, you know, also open up their own, be comfortable enough to be self-employed as well, or potentially open up their own space um, or their own salon or, or, or spa or whatever the case may be. Um, so um, right now um, I am coaching and mentoring um, a young esthetician um, who is a lash artist and she is using my platform to gain her clientele, gain ex experience and gain um, her clientele so she can move forward with her career. Nice. And so that's basically, yeah, that's what I do. I love what I do. It keeps me going. It keeps me motivated. There's times where, you know, it gets complicated and it gets overwhelming. Um, it's confusing. Um, and it's it sometimes, you know, it can get a little discouraging as well when there's clients who like no show or there's miscommunication um things like that things of that nature it, it can get discouraging you know like anything else and like yeah. anything else it, it can it can get discouraging no matter how much you love it how much you're good at it you know it it can get but it, you know like anything it's tough but because you love it so much you keep going and because you you have this vision or i have this particular vision um, I, I keep going. That keeps me going. It keeps me, you know, moving forward. And I realize that um, that because I don't haven't given up all this time, it has given me a large reward. And I see the rewards coming in, and I keep going. Nice. Keep going, so. um, what were some of like like moments like you just felt like, damn, I don't think I could do this. 
Tell me about some of those moments. <sighs> I want to say a lot of those. When you said that right now, it, I flashed my mind flashback to the beginning. To the very beginning where I was struggling to get clients, you know, to get to retain clients. Um, all of that, I think, has a lot to do with the lack of experience that I had. Um, and it gets tough uh, when you have no experience, you know. Um, and just like the no-shows, um, you know, like clientele. Because not only do I do lashes, I do body waxing and facials as well. Yeah. Those are the three things that I specialize in. Um, and, you know, sometimes I will prepare myself for a facial. And um, and then you have to set everything up. You have to warm up your towels. You have to set up the bed. You have to get all the products out ready for your client. Customize all the particular products to customize that facial and and then for your client not to show up it, it is very it is it's upsetting it's discouraging um it's you know disappointing and you're just like oh my gosh i did all of this for nothing and now i have to put every take everything out and then you know put everything away and then prepare myself for another client which is now a lash client so now everything has to be reset up for another a different type of service so yeah. it, it just gets it just gets you know it gets annoying you know, Overwhelming sometimes. Word. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 so those that's one of the challenges. Um also um the the investing part, the money part in the beginning when you don't have any because I mean, I started with nothing, I started with no money. Okay, with zero money. So yeah, little by little I had to save up little by little, um, so that I can get my uh, certain equipment or a uh, certain amount of products or certain amount of supplies. And that, you know, that part was a big challenge is, is the money part at first, um, because you want to, you got to pay your bills, but then you got to save money, you know, for, 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 to set, to, uh, to set aside so you can invest to make more money. Right? Yeah. Takes money so to make money. It takes money to make money, but it's like, okay, when you don't have money, that's where like, okay, where do I start? <laughs> what do I do? So that's, that's a, ch- that was a big challenge and it, it just took time and it just took you know, the money management skills that I had to learn for yeah. myself. Um, and also, you know, taking advice from others um, was also um, an, an important thing to, to realize is uh, learning how to take advice um, from other people while you're, while you're wanting to come up. Um, I would suggest that, you know, you got to have an open mind. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, I, you know, you want to do your things, you want to do things your way, but not necessarily sometimes how it can work out. Sometimes you got to, you know, take other people's advice and then you realize that, hey, they were right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, 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 you know, being an entrepreneur myself, there was times where I had to suck it up and be like, dang, I really don't want to do this, but mm-hmm. I need this bread. You know, I need this bag right now. And mm-hmm. it got, you know, it was a good feeling where I was at in my career where I was like I remember this lady was giving me like just you know had me under the light questioning me blah 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 I'm like lady you called me out here to help you like what the heck like I was like let me see that let me see that contract and she she hands it to me and I go thanks and I turn away and I start walking away and she's all where are you going I go listen I don't need no one's bullshit I am my own boss. This is my company. I was like, I'm not here to get harassed. I came here to help you. If you want to question my help, 
then obviously I don't need to be here. You are not the client for me. I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Her husband called me and apologized. He's like, she can be oh. like that. But it was a good feeling to be able to, you know, to be able to walk away from some uh, a bag. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. Like, you know. And still be positive and confident. Yeah, you know, confident positive. You know, I got other clients lined up. Exactly, and confident enough. Exactly. Yeah, it is a good feeling. It's a feeling of success. That's that's a successful. You know, I call that a success. It's a successful. It's you're you're successful. You know. Yeah, that co- so, that confident uh, confidence obviously comes from being uh, uh, asking girls out. Like I got I got nephews <laughs> there. I got a son, and I teach him. I go, look, don't be scared about asking a girl out or for her number. I was, it's a numbers game, honestly. Like, what do you mean? I go, look. <laughs> I go, start off gradual. Start off by asking a girl for a number that you wouldn't really feel too torn up about if she said no, right? Don't let it get to you, right? The more you ask, hey, you might get lucky. She might shoot the number, you know what I'm saying? So it's a numbers game for me. And and when you realize who you are as an individual or as a professional, it really just boosts your your self-esteem and your confidence in your game. Yeah. True. What did you True do that. before you did uh, um, your business? Before, um, well, you know, um, well, okay. Well, let me just start off by saying I moved from Cal- from Washington State to California about nine years ago. When I was living in Washington, I did the same thing. I did was doing lashes and waxing um, because I went to beauty school right after. Um, you know, a high school pretty much. I went to, I went to a four-year university for a couple of years, but then realized that that wasn't it. So I went to beauty school. Then after that, I graduated and did, you know, did lashes and waxing and all of that. Was self-employed, was working with a friend at her shop. And then um, realized that wasn't working. Being self-employed just did not work out for me. And um, decided to move to California. I just, I dropped everything that I had over there and decided to just wing it. I said, you know what? I belong in California anyways. I got to start over. If I want to start over, let me just start off um, fresh at a new place where nobody knows me, where I don't know anybody and just start over. So when I moved here, all I, I was working at hometown buffet, making some chum change here and there, working three days out of the week, four hours a day. My checks were like $150 a week. That's what I was doing for a little bit. Um, then I was working at a little bar, getting paid under the table, um, you know, $8 an hour. And then tips, of course, was, was helping me. And then I was working at a little little salon, doing some appointments there, here and there. Um, I did some bill bonds for a little bit. I was a bill bonds agent for a little bit. Um, did some life insurance as well. Was selling life insurance for a little while. Man, I was trying to just do it. I was just trying to make ends meet. You know, but I knew like that me. what, oh man, you know, I was just like, man, and I didn't know anybody when I moved here. I came here by myself. I came on a I bus. Need, what do you, I mean, not to get in personal, but you, have, uh-huh. you at least have family to stay with out here, right? I did have my sister. Yes. I did oh, have okay. my little sister who I stayed with for the first two months when I first moved here. Um, but then I got, I got kicked out because oh, it wasn't her house. It wasn't her house that she allowed oh. me to live in. So when they found out that I was living there without permission, they were like, I'm sorry, you can't stay here. So my sister crying, 
was like, I'm so sorry, sister. I wish you could stay, but you can't stay. Uh, and and she had to, I was at hometown buffet working when she texted me that. So when I got home, my stuff was already on the driveway. I couldn't even, I, sh- I there was no, and I couldn't, she didn't even give me a day or two. So what I yeah. did is I grabbed my stuff. I, luckily I had already gotten a little 1994 Lexus coupe. So I put my stuff, like my just my clothes in my in my car and got on my phone and went on, went on Craigslist and started looking for a room to rent with strangers. That's crazy. And yeah, and I found I... this guy who was renting a room and and I said, okay, hi, my name is <laughs> such and such. I bet you was real Thank happy, you. except you is a, is a tenant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he, you know he, he was asking me for my ID, made a copy of it. He was professional. He was not, he was respectful and was, you know, um, he was a nice guy. He wasn't a creep. And he wasn't a Tinder he, he wasn't a creep. <laughs> I didn't get those vibes from him. You know, those creep vibes or nothing. Um, he had this big old house that he had for himself and his daughter. Oh. And it was an empty house, too. He had, there was no furniture or anything. So that was kind of sketch. Uh-huh. I'm like, what? Am I really going to live in this empty house? <laughs> but I really had no choice. He was, but- was either in that empty house or in my car. <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know what? I did the same thing. I had uh, I moved away from the Bay during 2008 recession. I was doing home loans and real estate. Okay. <laughs> I was just it just oh. fell apart. And I ne- oh. I'll never forget the day I was living. I was living with my aunt and uncle, and uh, I was going through a separation with my son's mom. And my my pa- I pulled up to the house one day. My parents were there, and they had all my stuff packed. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" And they're all, "You need to come live with us. You, you don't have nowhere to live." I go. You can't just make that decision for me. I'm a grown ass man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I was like 24. You know, 24. Like, you can't. They're like, yeah, uh-huh. man, so you can't live here no more. And I'm like, uh-huh. oh, fuck. They're like, you're not gonna live in your car. Just come home, and then recoup or rethink. You know, we need your help at the house, anyways. And when I moved back, um, I still didn't have anywhere to stay. It was like two years later, but I was going through like a year and a half later, and I was having a fight for custody for my son. And I didn't have nowhere to stay. I was like, uh, I had like lost contacts with certain friends and people changed numbers. And I was just like, man, my mom's like, what are you going to do? I'll go, well, if I miss court, they're going to take my kid away. I go, and I'm not going to sit back in my in my parents' house living comfortable while someone takes my kid away. And I'm like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I was like, yeah. just drop me off. And she's like, what? I go, listen, one day my son's going to know what his dad did for him. And I'm not, and it's not going to be the, the story where he sat back and just let him slip away. So she dropped me off, and I remember I was riding the bus. It was a 24-hour bus. I just I was sitting on there like, damn, I had no money. I had no. I had, my mom gave me like her last four dollars. I used that to get on the bus, and I was just riding that bus because I knew I could stay on there as long as I stood awake. And right as soon as I got on there, like this, you know, my my brother who had just barely reconnected through on Facebook like we we lost contact with each other like at four years old he calls me and he's like yo what are you doing I was like mm, riding the bus he's like where to and I'm like um I don't know <laughs> and he's like oh really he's like where are you staying at and I'm like and he has no idea what's going on like I don't want to I just barely met him I don't want to put him in this drama you know mm-hmm. and he's like He's like, well, you got somewhere to stay tonight? And I'm like, uh. he's like, do me a favor. Hop off the bus on the next stop. And I go, I can't do that. And he's like, just trust me. And I get off the bus 
and I call him and he's like, all right, give me the address of where you're at. And he's like, I'm gonna send you a cat. And he's like, got your hotel. You got your laptop? I go, yeah, he goes, find a room to rent. I'm gonna help you out with the first month. But after that, you're on your own. And I was like, oh. yeah. And like, he even ordered me a pizza and some soda. I was like, damn. Uh-huh. I was like, dude, like, you, like I relate, I relate to that story. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I literally came here with nothing but a suitcase yeah. and my laptop, yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and, then, can, and then to turn around. You can I, do it. You know, yeah. it's not, it's, 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 it's actually, when I think back, I, when I did that, when I just came, I was excited. I wasn't, when you, when you, when you share that and people say, oh, like, they make you f- feel sorry for yourself or like, oh, I'm nah. sorry you went through that. It was actually a good time. I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> I was happy and I was just being me. And I was just like, I'm going to start over. I have nothing. I have no car, no job, no money, but whatever. Okay. I'm just going <laughs> to wing it, you know? And, and, yeah. and I was happy doing it. I was happy doing it. And then when I think back now and I'm like, I think back now and I'm like, God damn, I fucking... Oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. I, yeah. You know, it's like I had a car, but I couldn't drive my car. I got my second DUI, like, back to back. I was just going through it. Wow. I was drinking all the time. And then, mm. and, and, and my my parents didn't even know about the first one. And then I came in after I got my second one. And I had just got out of jail. And, I, and they're sitting in the kitchen. And I well, where were you all night? And I just throw the keys on the table. I go, here, take my car. Just, just, just stop. What's going on? Girl? I'm done. I gotta tell you something. <laughs> oh my god! I never got in so much trouble in my life until uh, I moved to Bakersfield. I got like 11 traffic violations in two, like a year and a half living in Bakersfield. Uh-huh. It's crazy out there. Damn. But yeah, no, that's dope. And, and then, I mean, not only did I just like, I don't want to say make, you know, we all have our ups and downs, but I was mm-hmm. able to get a high paying uh, career now and I'm starting my own business and I end up moving my sister and her kids up and then I move my parents up now we're all up here you know so you never know it's, I always tell people don't be scared about the beginning the beginning always it, it's like the, it's like a book you gotta make it to the end to fi- fi- find out how this story is gonna end you know? yeah 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 see how strong you really are exactly how about um your mom was she uh, parents were they really supportive of you coming out here you know when i told my mom i told my mom the day before i decided to, to move over here i said mom i'm leaving to california tomorrow Whoa, she's, that like, was why? she's like why what are you gonna do over there i was like live there <laughs> <laughs> she's like we don't have no money you know you have a job over there i was like no well, how much money you got saved i was like nothing and she's like, you really going to move over there? And then she's like, well, if you go, don't be calling me for money. Don't be calling me, telling me that you need help. Go ahead, go. You're a grown woman. If you want to go, you can go. But don't be calling me for no money. So because <laughs> she told me that, and I have so much pride. I have a lot of pride. So I'm not going to, I was struggling, right? I was struggling. I, I have so much pride. I, I didn't call my mom once for money. Never did I call her for money. I'd rather live in my car, eat out of my car, shower. I showered at the gym. Um, all that and stuff, I, I then didn't call my mom for money to, to help me for anything. Hmm. I didn't. Mm-mm. So my mom never knew until later. I actually just told her the story not that long ago. I, oh. I told her the story. I, I told her everything that I went through, and she just was like looking at me like. <gasps> she actually didn't say anything. She just stared at me like, you went through that? Like, I can see what she was thinking in her head, kind of. You know, you know your yeah. parents. You know what they're thinking. So 
she was just kind of like wow i almost felt like she felt embarrassed or not embarrassed but like guilty yeah. for making me feel that way or for or for not for me feeling that i couldn't reach out to her for help I remember, you know yeah i remember asking my mom so, for help one time and mm-hmm. she made me feel like shit but i was in shit my life was in shit <laughs> like at that point i was 19 yeah. and i was just partying like i would just i was just couch surfing i hadn't been home in months i didn't have a plan i didn't have a hustle i didn't have two pennies to rub together and i remember i woke up at my my friend pk's house and he would sleep like the whole day like and his house was so hot and I, I was just dehydrated. I had no food in my stomach. There was no food in the house. Mm. And I called her. I'm like, hey. She's like, what's going on? I'm like, I called her at work. <laughs> she had, I was like, hey, can, you, um, can you pick me up? I need to get something to eat. I haven't ate. She's like, I just got back from lunch. And I was like, uh, all right, all right, never mind. And then she's like, nah, where are you? And I gave her the address. <laughs> And she picked me up. I think she picked me up just to chew me out. <laughs> and <laughs> what she told me that day really changed my life because I, my mom never talked to me like that before. I mean, she yelled at me, but she never said what she said that time. She had told me, mm-hmm. she goes, look at you. Out of all my kids, I never thought I had to worry about you. You don't got a job. You don't go to school. Shit, you don't even sell drugs. You're a freaking bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. At least sell some drugs. What are you doing? Like, goddamn, like, sell some incense, some birth DVDs or something. <laughs> hey, no, but you had true, though. It was. Content. It hit home so hard. I was like, yeah. nah. Mm. Dude, I, like, I sit, home, I sit at her house for, like, like, inside for, like, six days. I didn't leave her house. I just sat there, rethought yeah. my life. And I, yeah. I got my shit together. I signed up for school. And I got out of, I, I got out of town. I was like, I gotta get away from everybody. Everybody's just partying and doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. I, I signed up for the job court and I went mm-hmm. to, I lived in San Bernardino for a while. So really, she it, talked it some sense into you, huh? Yeah, no, she, she, she scared. She, she like, made you, she made right. you realize, like, made you think, who am I? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who, who, I've who am I? Had a I've what, am I what am I made out of? Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, my mom, my mom's always been there to kind of talk some sense into me when I fell off the path. But uh, my hustle really comes from her. And she's, you know, she, she's always uh, always supported me and my dreams and whatever I do. I don't always tell her everything because I know she stresses the shit, you know, stresses out like a motherfucker. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but she be fine. Yeah. It's crazy because, like, um, you know, like, I don't tell her everything because, you know, she stresses, she stresses she's mom, she's there. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it was, I think it was, like, my, my uh, the second time, or the first time I got shot at. Right, oh I was gosh. at a house party. They weren't shooting at me; they were shooting okay. in my general direction. Okay. <laughs> and, okay. and the the fight broke out in the backyard, and, and and then all you hear is, "Oh, he has a gun!" And everybody starts running through one gate through the side gate, and I'm trying to squeeze through everybody, and then all you hear is, pop, pop. and then I hear one guy, "Ah, I'm shot!" Right. Well, <laughs> little did I know, I ended up becoming friends with that guy. At that oh my party. gosh! And he ne- he never told me. He never told me that he saw me there, and he and he happened to end up taking a summer job working with my mom, and I was like at my mom's company, and I was like, uh, my mom comes in and she goes, so when were you gonna tell me you got shot at? I go what? what? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get shot. How'd you know really? that? <laughs> she goes, she's all really because your little friend 
he was there at the party. He told me he got shot at. You know, his thumb got shot off. I go, <gasps> and I automatically knew who it was because he had told me oh. he got his thumb shot off, but he never told me he was at that party. And it was before we even knew each other. And I was like, he never told me he was. He goes, yeah. And when were you gonna tell me? I go, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my. did he ever get his thumb back put on? Oh yeah, on no, they, they, it was hanging on by like some skin. Oh, and they good. drove him to the hospital. They, they, they put it back on. He has a middle scar. Oh, okay, good. I was gonna say, does he have no thumb now? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. You can't say he's all hands, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they, yeah, she, you know, she finds out. My mom used to find out crazy shit. I, like, hey, yeah, you can't hide every. They, parents find everything out sooner or later. Not me. I, I'm, I'm always left <laughs> in the dark. I'm always like the last one to know, and I'm like, who are you guys gonna tell me about this? <laughs> 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 wow. it, it, so starting off I know you had mentioned to me before that you wanted to be something else in life I wanted to, yes I wanted to mm-hmm, I was studying I was going to Fort uh, University I was studying to be a psychologist Psychologists scare me, especially when it's a girl. If I was dating you, I'd be like, this girl's analyzing the fuck out of me right now. <laughs> Trying to mind fuck me. I know it. No. <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. No, I, I grew up I grew up in the house, too, uh, where my uncle, he was uh, he had his master's in psychology. And I was, I was a trouble kid, so I would always have to stay in during the summer. And he'd make me read books from his library, and I, and I graduated like just kind of like took to all the psychology books about human behavior patterns and stuff like that mm-hmm. where where were you at in your um in school before you uh decided you wanted to do what you're doing i was about to enter my third year in college um and it was summer break and i needed to, to declare a major and I needed to declare, you know, psychology, and I hesitated, and I, my grades weren't so good, and um, and so I thought, no, I don't want to do this. What do I do? My mama has always told me that I should go to beauty school, and I was like, no, mom, like I don't want to go to beauty school. Like, beauty school is for losers. I would tell her, <laughs> and uh, you know, she's like, why not? You're so good at makeup and hair, and you know, maybe you can find something in beauty school that you really like, something in the beauty industry. And I was just like, I just didn't, you know, I wanted to go to a four-year university and graduate with honors and like say that I went to a cool university, you know, and stay in, you know, be a part of a sorority and all that good stuff. And, and then, um, but then I realized that, you know, just, I realized that that wasn't it for me. Yeah. So I decided to take my mom's advice and I said, fuck it. And I, I, uh, searched a good beauty school in Seattle, Washington. And it was a, it was a really one of the best beauty schools there. And uh, I decided to go. And my first day there, I decided, I realized that I loved it. You, you do realize that. And, mm-hmm, you do realize that I, most, most, uh, uh, most parents is the other way around. They want you to become a doctor. And they're like, no, don't go to beauty school. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. No, for me, it was the other way around. Shout out to mama. Mamas always know what's best. Look at you. Yeah. She always knew. She always knew. And she was right. The first day, I, I loved it. And I just, 
it just became I just became my passion and um, over the years yeah I, I started doing it with makeup in beauty school I was actually you know really good with makeup I the owner of the school asked me to be part of a um a, a, a movie a low budget movie in Seattle and she wanted me to do makeup for that movie nice and um, I did a couple commercials I did uh, makeup for commercials in Yakima Washington that was kind of cool um, so I did makeup. I did makeup for weddings, quinceañeras. I was doing makeup for a while, nice. and then one of my friends, actually my one of my really good friends, she does hair, and she make um, eyelashes was becoming becoming a thing back in 2009, 2010, 12, around that time. That's when I was doing makeup. So in 2012, it was becoming more popular or more talked about. And she said, hey, Erica, you know, I, I heard this service, eyelash extensions. You should, this, good, this should make good money. You should take a class. I think you'd be really good at it. And so I took, I took her advice and I said, okay, sure, I'll, I'll take the class. I took the class. I spent maybe $450 for the training. I hated it. I was like, what in the world is this? Why did I get myself into? You want me to put one eyelash? Fiber on one natural eyelash, and how long? Do you, that sounds, how the heck? That sounds like rocket science, right there, girl. Yeah. No, I was like, I don't have time for this, my friend. Thank you, but no, thank you. So I'm like, I'm just gonna waste these 450. Just let them go to waste because I know that this is not for me. And yeah, and then I quit for like a year. Right, a year went by. 2013 comes around. And then it's a little bit more popular. And I'm hearing on social media, on Facebook, that eyelash extension is a new thing. It's, it's making money. It's, you know, it's suggested to estheticians or cosmetologists or people in the industry to get on it because this is a good, good, good money maker and blah, blah, blah. And at the time I was struggling, you know, I was struggling. And it was when I was thinking about moving to California. And, um, and I said, you know what, I'm going to give it another try. So my friend volunteered for me to be her like her little mo her little or my little model to practice on practice on her the first time i glued her eyes shut i was not successful oh. at it i glued i completely glued her eyes shut i was horrible and i was like oh my god friend, i'm so sorry and i'm not going through as her eyes are closed and glued shut i'm not going through the manual trying to figure out how to unglue her eyes it was horrible i was oh like sweating god. i was like sweating because i was like oh my god am i gonna be able to like open her eyes <laughs> Did you use Gorilla Glue? Did you Gorilla Glue her eyes shut? No, but I figured it out. I successfully unglued her eyes. And then she wanted me to practice again on her. And I kept practicing and I kept practicing. I was amazed at how much patience she had for me. But That's she believed good. in That's me. She believed in me. But because she believed in me so much, I believed in myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, she sees something that I don't see. But I'm going to go ahead and trust her. She sees something and I'm going to keep practicing. And once I got the hang of it, oh, I got the hang of it. And I was so happy that one time. It took me one time to get it right. And after that, I, it, I, I was nonstop. I wanted to continue to get better and better and better. And here I am 11 years later. Nice. I have this business. And now I teach. I offer eyelash extension trainings. And I do that. I offer trainings once a month, every month. $1,200 per student. You, girl, you make me want to do eyelashes now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, come on, jump on board, jump on this lash game. It's awesome. It is awesome. So, yeah, it, it's crazy. Like you know, you think back and you just like, man, that was a struggle. I, you you know, I doubted myself. I quit, and then I came back, and then I was like, you know what? I it, it's sometimes it's it's not about 
if you believe in yourself, sometimes believing others that believe in you is is the spark. You yeah. know that that was that that was the spark for me. Was my friend that she was so adamant about me wanting about me doing lashes, and I kind of I trusted her, and I said, you know what, she sees something in me. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. And yeah, and she, she was better like, buy that girl Mercedes. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I call her up. I call her up, and I'm like, hey, friend, like because of you, like look at where I'm at. Like you believed in me, my friend. And she's like, I'm so happy. I knew I saw something in you. I knew it. And she was always talking so positive to me, telling me, you know, that I had this fire in me. She's like, I see it in you. You're gonna be successful. And I'm think I'm looking at her, and I'm like, really? You know, you see that in me? <laughs> like that. That's how it happened, though, for real. No joke. So what a, what, a, what a very professional career that you have. Very motivated. And you're traveling. I'm pretty sure there's there's people out there that you know. Is there a man in your life? You got kids? How do you manage <laughs> it? You know, tell me a little oh. bit more. Um, you know, I'm pretty much married to my job, my career right now. Um, married to the game. <laughs> married to the game right now. Um, yeah, you know, I, 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 I do go on dates. I go on dates. You know, I don't have this one particular special someone. Oh, but, you know, snaps. I'm, I, you know, I do go on dates. A matter of fact, a matter of fact, I am going on a date in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I am going on a date in a little You're bit. You're like, I had time to squeeze in the podcast. Uh, <laughs> like, there you go. You were on your grind. <laughs> Yeah, actually, but um, we'll see how it goes. I don't know, but no, I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have kids yet. I don't know how I feel about the whole kid thing, but I feel that if I were to ever fall in love with someone and I want to share, you know, a little human with them, then I think that's totally something that I'm open to. A little human. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'm totally open to that. But as of right now, I have no desire to have children. Um. So, that's where I'm at right now. That's good to know. Um, On a a positive note, I'll tell you what, nothing, I just told this to my niece, nothing can prepare you for being a a parent. I I did all the baby classes. I read all the baby books. I I was telling you, I I didn't have money to buy them, so I would just go into Barnes & Noble and read them and tell the managers, we're like, either you buy it or you leave. Like people always compliment me on being on the kind of father I am. Like they tell me I'm doing a really good job. I'm like, yeah, I think so. I mean, he's, he's a good kid, you know, and, and you, you, you learn as you go. Uh, it, not to say you get a freestyle parenting, but man, there, it doesn't matter what you read or what you listen to. It just, it, it's just a natural thing that comes out. And I'm pretty sure, like, you would make a really good mother when it's time to be. So oh, don't be scared. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Is there anything else you want to say to uh, the listeners? Maybe to uh, uh, motivate uh, anybody who's probably thinking, <clears throat> man, maybe I should start doing Cosmo or Esthetician or starting a business. Any, oh, anything you want to throw anything. out there? And you know what? If to those who are starting off and are getting discouraged, especially I want to, I have to talk to my fellow lash beginner, my lash clients or my lash uh, aspiring lash artists. Um, this is an industry that's really easy to get discouraged um, because of how particular and how intricate this craft is. 
um, it's you know you it's you have to be very skilled, very um, patient with yourself, and just if you feel like giving up, but you feel like you know, you know that you can do this, don't give up. Don't give up. And if you do, that's okay. Just get back on it. Don't be afraid to start over. So that's what I want to say. Don't be afraid to start over. If you give up, that's okay. But if you want to start over, do it. Don't be yes. afraid to start over. And make okay. sure uh, you want to drop out, uh, drop name, drop your your business, uh, your business name, your uh, any contacts. People might want to get a hold of you. Uh, go ahead and give a yes. shout out. Yes, lashes by Erica, downtown Modesto. It's located right on the corner of G Street and 9th, right across the street from the Grubhub. G Street, keep it case. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit up. Make sure you if want to make an appointment with me, get some balm lashes. My website is www.aestheticbyerica.com. Hit up that website and book your appointment. All right. Well, yeah. thank you so much for joining me on the No Judgment Podcast. I really thank appreciate you, so you being on here. Me. Maybe we catch up later on down the road and give us some thank updates you. on your career and your life. Maybe then you'll be in a solid relationship. Maybe then you might have a franchise. I don't know. You sound very, hey. very motivated. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, Who knows, right? Who knows? But thank you so much again for having me. It was a pleasure. Um, so, yeah, hopefully right. I'll be back again. You know? Yeah, Pretty definitely. Soon. All right, Erica, you take care. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us on the No Judgment Podcast. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Electric acid.